Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Here we are on basically day two of a complete statewide lockdown. We're stuck in our freaking house. And you know what's weird? I don't leave the house very often in the in the first place. I work from home. I live here. I like to hang out here. I leave the house to walk the dogs and go like grocery shopping. The things you're still allowed to do. And it's horrifying how confined I feel to the house right this minute. I was just going to say, isn't it weird? <laughs> isn't it weird that I kind of agree with you on that? I mean, I leave and do more than you do, but I kind of agree with you on that. And you would think that that would kind of make us feel kind of like, oh, well, about this. But I feel confined. And yet I say to myself, I'm able to do the things other people aren't allowed to do. Right. All of my normal things. So, I don't know, but it's just, there's just this panic going on. I know, and it's uncomfortable because everybody's like super anxious and super freaking out and standing in line for four and a half hours at Costco to buy some toilet paper that's not there. Like, I can't. People are all freaking panicked and freaking hectic, and the panic buyers in the very beginning made more panic buyers, which created more panic buyers, because, you know, the people who bought 73 flats of toilet paper and made it so normal people couldn't get their toilet paper that they just regularly need caused this mass panic of people trying to buy toilet paper because they think they're not going to be able to wipe their asses anymore. So, you're right. (laughs) In case you wondered how I really feel. absolutely right, and I'm not even going to say anything else because you said it all. Thank you. So let's just talk about how we moved recently. No, I had one more thing. At the at the end of 2019, people were all like, yeah, we want it to be the roaring 20s again. Is anybody familiar with the plague that went around in the decade of 1920, whatever? And the, you got what you fucking asked for, people. And the recession. Yeah. Well, that was more in the end of the decade, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, way to go, people asking for the past to come back. Aren't you supposed to take history classes and learn from the past? Hmm? 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 Apparently not. Apparently not. Okay, now you can talk about it. So, we moved. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Is that why my body hurts? It was a pain. Literally. But and figuratively. I'm really surprised at us. I'm just going to be honest that it's not even been a week. And I think we're almost done unpacking. I think one solid weekend of effort and we'll be completely done. I'm shocked because we usually procrastinate. I mean, if the biggest thing we have left to do is do all this laundry that kind of just got hoarded into a bag. Yeah. But we moved. And I'm not going to say where 
but I like it here. It's comfortable. It's different. It still feels kind of weird. It's weird because it feels comfortable in some ways, and it feels awkward and unusual in other ways. Right. And I think that the inside of the place is becoming more comfortable and normal, and it's the outside of the place that's unusual and odd. And that, if you think about it, that makes sense because we don't walk the dogs the same way we've always walked the dogs. We have right. to walk them a different way. And so we're having to do all this new stuff that we didn't weren't used to doing. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, the last day when we were moving stuff over from the old place, Yogi was barking because he feels out of place here still. Yeah. He's figuring it out. And he's very much a creature of habit, just like this one. But she's very flexible and like right away, boom, boom. I have my spots to go to the bathroom. I'm done in 30 seconds and then I can walk and enjoy myself. The other guy is like sniff, 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 everywhere. Your dog. And sometimes he poops like in two seconds and sometimes it takes him 25 minutes. Your dog is currently doing something bad. Probably. But. What that means is we finally got out of the place that used to be such a nice place. And then it turned into a raging crowd. And then it turned into hell. Yep. It wasn't great. Mm -mm. And like, I'm surprised after seeing how this place was put back together. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I've seen lots of things I could criticize about how it was done. The glazing that got up onto the sink from the counter. You know, little stuff like that. But the point is, everything works. You know, you moved into the other place about three months before I moved here. Two months before I moved yes. here. Yes. No. All of October, all of November, all of December. Three months before I moved here. Yeah. Okay. You lived there for three months. And then for the first two months that I lived with you, I didn't really go through anything. I kind of just was. Yeah. <laughs> because you had everything set up. And then I remember like there was a point where I wanted to like rearrange all of the drawers in the kitchen because they were annoying and they were dirty. So I pulled them out and I was like cleaning them. And I found other people's trash behind the drawers in the kitchen. Interesting. And it wasn't like gross trash. It was just like the back from a box of candles yeah. but not candles you ever would have bought right and stuff like that and it's like really you didn't even pull out the drawers and clean up the trash from behind them and yet they charge people to do to clean right right but here everything was clean there was nothing that's dirty there it's it's live-in ready yeah and like i said the only things i can find are super teeny tiny so who cares they are of no consequence like that's the thing and like i also think what was super ethical about here was they charged us each for a credit check and then when we passed their credit check and accepted the apartment they took that money out of our move-in cost right that's awesome nobody i've ever seen has done that right and that they didn't even they don't advertise that either by the way No, they didn't tell us they were going to do that. I saw that when they were sending us the breakdown and I was like, oh, what a nice gesture. And it's not exactly a huge gesture. I mean, it's $100. Yeah, but it's, how to put it, it's a pleasant surprise to be like, oh, look, 
it's $100 less than I thought. Why is that? Oh, they took off our credit checks off of there. If you think about it, they stand to make way more money having us as a tenant than that 100 bucks. Well, exactly. And when, well, I remember when we first came in here and we saw the place, we were a little bit concerned about where we were going to put our living room furniture. But it all worked out. I actually really like how we've set this up. Like a yeah, lot. I do too. In the other place, where the way we had to set it up, there wasn't enough room to recline the couches because the air conditioner would be blocked. Well, yeah, and that's could, something that won't happen here at you all. You could recline three out of the four total recliners. Yeah, now you can get maximum use out of those. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I can sit wherever the hell I want. And I think the layout of this is going to be more beneficial with having an extra body in here for a while. Yeah. I'm a little worried that this place is so corporate that they're going to zone in on the fact that she's here. Well, what's going to happen is she was coming for a visit for a week and then she got quarantined here. Yeah. And if they make us add her to the lease, they make us add her to the lease. They're not going to make us pay any more deposit. They'll make us pay a $50 application fee and add her to the lease. It is what it is. Yeah, I guess. It just bugs me. I don't know. Whatever. Um, But maybe what we should do is at the seven-day mark be like, yo, (laughs) she was here for a visit, and now she can't leave. Yeah. Like she's stuck here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that it's sad because what we're doing is we're just literally shutting off our economy completely worldwide. Now... That would mean theoretically, if you think about it, yeah, the car dealer isn't going to sell cars because people aren't buying something luxury like a car, but the car dealer also doesn't have to buy the cars from his distributor because his distributor is not going to have them because not enough people are buying cars, etc. all the way back to the beginning. So the only person who really gets hurt is the person who has the initial uh, raw materials. They're the one. The little guy is the one that gets hurt. Other guys don't get hurt. Yeah. Ooh, look on your faces. You. Okay, good. I was like, look on your faces like, you're nuts. No, sorry. <laughs> I got a message and that person is nuts. And I think, you know, <laughs> I think that it just, that's just how it is. You can't escape that. Well, yeah, I agree. People think that you can. And it's like, it's frustrating to deal with and that's why i keep saying if everybody would stop trying to jostle for a better position in this situation and they all just started cooperating with one another there's enough work out here for everybody to do just fine i think if the government plays this correctly though like the whole the money from the federal government and the um protections that some counties are putting on renters and mortgages being postponed and that kind of stuff. I think if it's played correctly and people don't get too far behind, that the economy will pick almost off where it left left off. Yeah, it'll be like a little tiny glitch. But the harder people are hit financially, the worse this is going to be for everyone. Yeah, because then it's a big dip, not just right. a little glitch. If people have to start taking out loans to pay their rent, if people have to start deferring their mortgage payments or missing their mortgage payments well yeah and stuff like that is really difficult like if you take a loan out for a recurring payment yeah um it gets difficult because you know you're you're paying your rent with money borrowed from somebody else and so now when you pay rent next time you're actually paying two months rent 
and you keep doing that every single month and so you just increased your expenses like by a lot and that's not what anybody wants to do none of us wants to do it's gonna hurt people but it sounds like the government is doing what they should be doing and they're injecting money where they should and they're kind of i don't mean the california government they're being a bunch of buttheads but i mean the federal government is being appropriate for the panic that they've caused i mean they caused the panic they should be solving the problem right well but should they they shouldn't have caused the panic in the first place, let's be real. Yes, but is it really government's job to like fix a problem like this, or is it our job to fix the problem? I mean, it's certainly our job to fix the problem, but in this case, being with the way that the government runs right now, it's their job. I get your libertarianness over there. I totally get it. I just also seems like just seems like it would work better if hey, you, me, we're together on it because it's our life. Okay, uh-huh. and then you know we're gonna like pull Mitchell in, and I'm sorry, but you know somewhere along the way, you know his mom is gonna be kind of attached there because no matter what you do, you have that connection because of kids, right? Uh-huh. And so you know that's how that is. But there's like this family connection there. The other way, it's like there's a connection, but it's not like a family connection. It can be like you can cut it and be like peace out you know i don't want anything to do with it that's really tough to do with family you can do it with acquaintances and some friends but family that's just really tough to just like snip and walk away and what exactly does that have to do with the government helping because i think we should all help each other and forget about but nobody's willing to do that because everybody's in the same shit on boat but that's the problem is that the government's intervening. So everybody has to kind of turn and pay the government. And then you have to trust that the government is going to take your money and spend it the way that benefits you and your family. And we've talked about this before. If everybody did what was best for them and their family, there'd be smaller pockets of belief systems because there'd only be like 60 of us that think this way rather than us being in a larger, more general group. We'd be in a more specific group. And the problems would just fix themselves because a certain percentage of society would be generating revenue this way. So if there was a problem in that part of the economy, they could still, someone else could generate revenue in a different way. And that's how you work together. But when you just give the money to your government, how do you trust that what they decide to spend it on is the right thing? The way the system works right now, you don't get to decide that. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. But so you have to change that before you want to change one simple thing. Who says there's only one simple thing that needs to be changed? There's a hell of a lot of You're talking about one thing. In this instance, because it's a specific aspect of the topic we're talking about. Duh. Well, you're confusing because you're saying you don't understand how it's related. And then when I say, well, it's part of the topic, you're like, duh. Well, that's how it's related. It's part of the topic. Make sense? Okay. So that's how it's related. Got it. That is how it's related. Mm-hmm. It's just a little more, I don't know, different approach to coming to a similar conclusion. We were supposed to talk about the place we moved from and how much we hated. We somehow got back into pandemic land. How did we do that? I have absolutely no idea. So tell us something about the old place that you just can't live without or actually honestly there's nothing wants i can't to live, live without. without so tell I me would what? like to live without 
the bugs. Bugs. Our rat friend from the ceiling. The rat. The cock-sucking asshole neighbors. The asshole neighbors. Um, There's some that were nice. The Don't get that wrong. There's the lots that were nice. Gardeners that like to sandblast all of the cars in the parking lot every Friday. <laughs> the gardeners that like to lay on the ground and pick up rocks. The psychopathic um, maintenance man who thought he should just water the plants to death instead of just letting them die on their own. And so the water bill went skyrocketing through the roof. And then they argued with us about how they didn't actually raise the water bill at all. But really it had gone up by like $17 a month because some asshat kept watering the plants non-freaking stuff. And they still looked like dog shit, by the way. The plants got no nicer. They just got all overgrown and stupid looking. And the, <laughs> the dog shit everywhere that nobody picked up. And the asinine thought that... Taking away a fucking trash can is going to stop people from putting their trash where the trash can was (laughs) is just, I can't. And the inconsistency and the jackassery and, and the lack of ability to fix anything and the mailbox break-ins and just, (laughs) I don't like that place. Okay. He's he's laughing away at me oh over there. God. I just watch him, and you can hear him laughing now. But like thirty seconds ago, he was a human earthquake. He was like jiggling away, laughing. You guys, do you hear how passionate she is about what she didn't like about that place? Like, when have I'm no offense, but when have you ever heard her rant for that long about that many topics? Think about that. That's a record. You've never done that. That's amazing. So so I think you care about this topic just a tiny bit, would you say? The one thing I did like about that building was maybe five select people, but I can live without them. <laughs> well, you know what? It is true. It's kind of sad. But in our society today, we don't really make those connections to people that make an impact on you that you remember them 10 years from now. Oh, I remember remember trash bag basketball man ten years ago. <laughs> well, but it, in the most part, you don't make those kind of connections with people anymore, and so you're right. You kind of, while you really enjoy them and you like them and you'd like to talk to them again, and you miss talking to them, you're kind of like, well, maybe I'll try to make a friend right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I've noticed the people here, and I don't know if it's just because of the stuff going on or not, but the people here aren't as friendly outside. They're not unfriendly, but they're not as friendly. But they say hello. Sometimes. But there's also no, like, gathering. Yeah. Place. But that that could be because of this current health situation. That really could. Because, I mean, if you notice, they did close all of the common areas. We didn't, like, make friends with people until we started going to the barbecue pit all the time. Yeah. There isn't really a barbecue pit here. There's those funky barbecues that I don't understand how to work. <laughs> charcoal, my man. Charcoal. I'm not buying charcoal for a public barbecue. How it works, my man. Maybe in the summertime, though, maybe this building puts charcoal in those barbecues. Possibly. Or they have some kind of like... Um, Charcoal-esque thing. You know, fake charcoal that's like a rock that, you know, you light on, you put some fluid on and light it. They have that, too. I'm happy to buy lighter fluid, but I ain't buying any freaking charcoal. That shit's messy. Yeah. Well, and it's just another damn thing to store. And then you find the, quote, perfect spot for it. Then it rains, and it's mush, and you can't use it. (laughs) So, you know, 
it cost you like 20 what you thought was like oh i can get like a hundred barbecues out of this for you know two bucks and you get one barbecue out of it for two bucks and it's mush so you waste money i think it's interesting when you move from one place to another though like we said at the start of all this the inside because we've spent so much time here is beginning to become comfortable to me like i know where light switches are and stuff like that you know it's still kind of freaking we don't have all the lamps plugged into their proper sockets yet so that's still kind of freaking me out okay fair enough but like i know right where to turn the lights on in the kitchen i know where to turn the lights on for my office you know i just know exactly what i need to do in that respect to get light upstairs i mean it didn't take long but it's the outside because that's where we developed like a pattern and like we would interact with other people there it'll happen you know it was just that was the that's what's missing here and yeah i'm like i keep telling myself things right now in general in public aren't as the same as they were a week ago i mean we made friends with that light lady in the line at ralph's she was nice yes she was a little too much information. She shared a little too much information. Like but. I didn't need to know her husband had a feeding tube. Mm, and I didn't need to know that they go through a lot of paper towel because he has trouble with his mouth. And so he drools and he uses paper towel to wipe up. I didn't need to know that. But uh, whatever. She was still nice. She was a and super nice lady. She's a super nice lady. And who cares? You know, I mean, I, I actually have a lot of empathy for her because that's a tough situation. You she know? doesn't have to worry about buying him groceries in this crisis. Her words, by the way. Right. And I, admi- and I admire her, though, for sticking it out with him and, you know, going through the tough times. She could have bailed. Right. She could have been like, I didn't sign up for this. It sounds I'm like they've here. been married for a long time. Yeah, it's just nice, you know, to see that. I think, you know, it's funny. We can close out with this, but I think that the church people, the one thing the church people have right, 100%, I don't think anyone could argue, is that if you're going to get married to somebody, you have to make it so that divorce isn't an option. Now, to my way of thinking... That's about as close to perfect as you could handle a marriage. If you're going to make that much of a commitment to somebody, you can't just be like, oh, you never, you know, I don't like the what you wear to bed and you won't change it. So I'm out of here. Peace out. Or what a dumb reason. Or I'm, you know, so busy with work that, I mean, I basically get home here at like midnight and I leave again at 3 a.m. So it's just easier for me to just stay at my place. I don't need to come to this place. Well, that's dumb. You're not married if you're not living together. I mean, there's just dumb stuff like that that, you know, you can throw out there. Yeah. Married people, you know, kind of crap. I mean, I don't know. I've kind of lost my you're on a ultimate train of thought right there. But, but you get what I'm saying. Just we got to deal with things our way. What helps our family and friends out. You've... you've- that's what I'm, I'm tying it up. That's but you're not. that's what we're saying. I am. And I'm saying I'm about to say. Jesus so Christ. you guys just keep that in mind when your friends need help or you need help. Just keep that in mind. It's everybody helps each other. We get through this. It's all good. And that's all I got to say. The dog is dead. 
I don't know where the other dog is. Apparently, he's doing something bad, according to you. <laughs> well, I would have told you what he's actually doing, but I don't think you'd appreciate it. No, I don't want that out there. So, yeah, I was kind of joking just now. In fact, I wasn't kind of. I was joking. And on that um, kind of discussion. So, yeah. Though, good night, everyone. Hasta le bye-bye, Yogi. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.